Hey, you're listening to the GGC Life Podcast, weekly messages from our Sunday services. We hope this message encourages you. Be blessed. I'm just going to share the Word of God. And uh, I just want to be very vulnerable and honest with you. I grew up in a Catholic home, which means I knew this story that Jesus died on the cross. I could tell you that he died on the cross. I, can, I, could, I, I could recount a lot of these stories because I grew up in a Catholic home, so I knew that Jesus died on the cross, and yet the, the, the message didn't change my life. I was still living for myself. I didn't have Jesus as my, my Lord and my Savior. I didn't have peace with God. I surely didn't have any joy in my heart. I came to God, I came to Christ, I came to the, where the message changed my heart. So, so you can know it from here. You can know about this message. You can know about Jesus dying on the cross. You can know that he was born in a manger. You can know all that here and never have a changed heart. And that's what, that was me. That was me at the, up until the age of 19. And I can tell you some stories of what type of person I was like until you, I came to Christ. You wouldn't want to know me before I knew Jesus. Because I was full of, I was just selfish. But Jesus came, when, when, we, when we hear this story, I mean, we're doing our absolute best to dramatize a powerful story. But no one can ever, ever depict the reality of what actually happened. No matter how good a movie we make. I mean, to, 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 who's going to depict the real presence of the Lord, the angel that came to those shepherds? I mean, those shepherds were, were, were full of fear. When they saw the angel, the Bible says the angel of the Lord, when, when he came to the shepherds, that the angel, uh, the, 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 sorry, the glory of the Lord shone all around them. It lit up the fields where the shepherds were and the sheep. Lit it up with the glory of God. And then the, Lord, the angel spoke and then the shepherds are shaking with fear. The first thing that the angel had to say is, don't be afraid. Isn't it funny that here's a message from heaven, because what do you think those angels are going to say? They're, they're, they're sending, giving us a message from heaven. So think about it. this from heaven. This is from God Himself, God the Father, sitting on His throne. God's giving a message to mankind, to the earth. And it's a good message. Okay, it's good news. It's not a bad message. Not a me- it's not a message of judgment. It's good news. And yet our reaction was fear. Shepherds' reaction, because we're mankind, we're, you know, shepherds represent us. Their reaction was to be afraid, yet they're about to hear good news. It's like heaven couldn't wait to reveal the Savior. Heaven couldn't wait to reveal. And when Jesus was born, they were celebrating in heaven. They were rejoicing. The angels are rejoicing. The angels, it wasn't just the angel of the Lord. The Bible actually says multitude of angels showed up in the, in the field. I don't know where in the sky, are they, in the gra- are, they, are they on the grass? But they're all praising, glorifying God. Because they're excited to announce good news. But do we realize the reality of this good news? That's what I'm trying to, I, I want to get across something this morning. Do we understand the reality of this good news? Does that good news change your life? Because it didn't mind. I knew it here, but it, I didn't know it here. Now I pray this morning that people today that know it here, will get to know it from their hearts, and it changes their life. It impacts your life. It doesn't, you don't just hear a good message. Uh, that was a great service. That was beautiful drama. That was amazing carols, and it was pretty. It was beautiful. It was nice, and we walk away unchanged. The message should change you. 
when we open our hearts to Him. It's a two-way thing. God has done His side of it. We need to accept our side of it. If you've got Luke chapter 2, I just want to read it from verse 8. What we're talking about, it says, Now there were in the same country. This is basically in the context of uh, Mary just gave birth to Jesus, the Son of the living God. She was a virgin. That's good news. God's Spirit made her pregnant. That means when Jesus was born, He was pure. The sinless Son of the living God was born in this earth. And so in that time, there were shepherds in the same country. Shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over the flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them. And this is magnificent sight. I mean, the glory of the Lord, it, it lit up the whole place. And they were greatly afraid. That's their response. They were full of fear. They're shaking. Now, our guys were sort of, it was great. But they go, okay, well, let's go tell everyone. Let's, let's go to the shepherd. I mean, I think we would have been shaking. We had to get them off the floor first because they're shaking with fear. And then the angel had to say, don't be afraid. The first thing the angel said that had to say is, do not be afraid. That's verse 10. For behold, look, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be to all people. Now, this is really important. Good news of great joy will be to all people. That word all people means to everyone. This news of great joy, good news of great joy is for everyone. Because you might be sitting here and go, yeah, this is good. I'm glad you found what you needed, Leo. But um, it's not for me. You know, so in, I've told people that I became a Christian. My life's changing. I'm glad you found what you needed. Like as if you needed something. Like as if you needed a crutch and you, you, you came to God. I'm, I'm okay. You, you needed it. I'm okay. No, we all need it. According to the Word of God, I'm telling you now, I'm only going to tell you the truth. I'm not going to preach this morning. I'm going to speak the truth. That was a joke. All right? Just, preaching is speaking the truth. All right, just joking. There was born. Listen to what he says. I, 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 want, it, I want it to ring home. My first point is great news of great joy. God has, the message from heaven is great news. So, so good news of great joy. Good news of great joy. Why is it good news? Why is it good news? Good news is good news because it's in the context of bad news. The reason why good news is good news because there is such thing as bad news. Why would good news be good news if there isn't any bad news? So if you don't know the reality of the bad news, the good news doesn't sound like it's good news. Does that make sense? If you don't know that you're lost, if you don't know you needed a Savior, if you don't know that you're lost and undone and separated, spiritually dead, separated from a loving God, because we're born in sin, every single one of us. I'm talking about every single person. But I'm a good person, Leo. I'm a good person. No, no, we all need Jesus. If you can just agree with that, I know I, I, could, I would have considered myself a good person, even though I said you wouldn't want to meet me before I became a Christian. I would have thought myself being a good person. But you know what? I needed saving. I needed forgiveness of my sins. Just one lie is enough to be separated from God forever in hell. Just one lie. So if you can say, say to me, Lee, I've never, ever, 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 ever done anything wrong, ever, not even a lie, then you don't need a Savior. But I'm telling you now, you need a Savior. I'm telling you, you need a Savior. Hear this speaker right now, this preacher. Please hear that every single person in this room, anybody that's listening to me on Facebook, social media, on the internet, you need a Savior. That's why it's good news of great joy. Heaven was rejoicing. It's good news. 
Not bad news. Why is it good news? Because a Savior was born. That's the next point. My next point is a Savior is born. Look what it says here. Verse 11, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior. Simple, but it's true. There is born to you. So why was Jesus born? For himself? No. For heaven? No. For you. A Savior was born for you. Jesus was a gift to humanity. For all of mankind. Remember, to everyone. Good news of great joy for everyone. Why was a Savior born? Why did we need a Savior to be born? Another translation says a rescuer. Why do we need a rescuer for? Because we needed rescuing. Because we needed a Savior. The reason why there was a Savior born, because you and I needed a Savior. Simple as that. I needed my sins forgiven. And a Savior, a solution was provided by God. God made sure that Jesus came for a virgin birth. And I believe that the I believe contaminated sin and the bloodline it comes from the Father. That's why Jesus could come for a, vir- a, a, a woman, a virgin birth. Because a woman's, when the woman gives birth to a baby, the baby in the womb does not mix with the, the blood of the, the mother's blood. So the baby's blood does not mix with the mother's blood. Scientifically proven, it doesn't mix. I personally believe that the blood comes from the Father. So God didn't, Jesus didn't have a physical Father, he had God the Father. So that's how he came into the earth pure, without sin. Wasn't, he was the sinless Son of God. And for 33 years, he obeyed God completely perfect. So first point is that we all need a, uh, a, it's good news of great joy. Second point is that a Savior had to be born. The third point is, here it is, talking about Jesus, who is Christ the Lord. What, what is it referring to? Why is Jesus referred to Christ? The word Christ means the anointed one. The Lord, Jehovah, God in the flesh. Jesus emptied himself of the privilege of being God, and it's like God basically became a man. Christ means the anointed one. That means without sin. The the reason why Christ could save us from our sins is because he was without sin. That's good news. Because God's not saying you have to be good enough. God did not, the message isn't saying, clean up your life, stop sinning, don't do this, don't do that, don't touch that, don't say that, don't sin. If you go to church every week, give money to the poor. It's not works. It's not good works. The message from heaven isn't, if you get it all right, then I'll forgive you. That's conditional. The message is, I love you so much that I'll come down and pay the penalty myself for you. I want you to see my love for you. This is God. God's message is, I want you, humanity, to see the love I have for you, that I will die for you on the cross. I'll be born for a virgin birth without sin and live a perfect life. I'll pay the penalty on your behalf. That's the good news. God sent His Son to pay the penalty on our behalf. We've made religion, we've made religion around it. You know what religion means? To me, religion means man-made rules and regulations. But God didn't come for religion. God came for relationship and He came to this earth because He's in love with you. And he wants you, it's the only way you can have a real relationship with God is be, by being uh, motivated by love. So when you understand God's love towards you, you're motivated by love to love him back. Not because I've got to clean up my life, I've, I've got to do all this good work so I can be forgiven. That's religion. I've got to do all this good works. If I'm good enough, at what point will you be good enough? Never. God knew that. So he says, I'll give it this salvation, this forgiveness for free. 
So my third point is Christ is the Lord, that He's the Holy One, He's without sin. Number four is found here in verse 14. Look what he says. Verse 13 first. It says, And suddenly there was the angel, uh, sorry, with the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts, a multitude of angels praising God and saying, What were they doing? They were saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill towards man. So this is what the angels are saying. This, this is multitudes now. We're talking about hundreds, maybe thousands of angels. Some say they were singing and worshiping God. What are they saying? Glory to God. That's my fourth point. Why is it glory to God? Can I tell you why it's glory to God? Because you had nothing to do with it. You cannot be good enough to, to be deserving of forgiveness. So we say glory to God. Why? Because it's all according to His mercy and according to His grace. He did it all at the cross. He paid the full penalty of our sin. Jesus was the perfect lamb of God that was sacrificed for the sins of the world. This is why it's good news. Good news of great joy. God on His part says, I pardon, I forgive, I, I release you of all your sins. Debt has been paid. God has forgiven everyone. But you're not, you're not forgiven until you accept it, until you believe it, until you make Him Lord. Does that make sense? Let me say it this way. There are people that are, there'll be, there'll be multitudes and multitudes and multitudes in heaven. I mean, sorry, in hell. They're all forgiven by God, but they're in hell. They didn't accept it. They rejected their Savior. They rejected Jesus as their Lord. But they're forgiven by God. They didn't accept it. It's important to understand this because some of us think, oh yeah, I'm thank God that God forgave me. And we live our life any old way. We don't make Him Lord. You've got to give an... You, why, why do we get ourselves into this mess? Because we, 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 we said no to God and we want to live ourselves our own way. I will be in control of my life, thank you very much. I will lead my life. I will make my own decisions. I'm in control. I'm in control. I'm God. That's what got us in this mess. So we need to submit and say, God, Jesus, I make you Lord. When we repent, when we accept Jesus and believe and receive, we actually make Him Lord of our life. And that's why we can say glory to God in the highest. He did it all for us. It's actually a free gift. Salvation, according to the Bible, is a gift. Righteousness, if you know what righteousness means, means right standing with God. The Bible refers to this as the gift of righteousness. Why? Because you can't earn it. You can't be good enough for it. You can't do enough good works to be forgiven. If you could, let's go back there again. If you could do enough good works to be forgiven, if you're still relying on your good works, then basically... How good do you have to be to be forgiven? Can I tell you how good you have to be? 100% perfect. When you stand before Almighty God, one day we're all going to stand before God. One day. Every single person, this is without fail, everyone will die. Everyone will stand before God. And one day, imagine if God said, Leo, he calls your name out. Susan, Jack, Mary, Tim. And he says, why should I let you into heaven? Now, I thought about that question once. I thought about that and I thought, God, if you ask me that question, if I'm on the throne and I'm standing before you, all is gone. It's all over. This earth on earth, this life on earth is finished. We're all going to get there one day. And God says, Leah, why should I let you into heaven? You know the first reaction, my first reaction, I can be honest with you, my first inclination and response is to look inwardly and to think of the good that I've done. I want to tell God, oh God, because I'm a good person, I've done this and I've done that. And I've Wrong answer wrong response because I'm relying on my own goodness to think if I'm, if I'm good enough, he'll forgive me. 
can I tell you what I think the right answer is? And it's not going to be a right or wrong, right, right or wrong answer when you get there. You've got to live it here on earth. You understand? It's not about, I hope I, get, I hope I get this answer right when he asks me. No, I'm, not, I'm just using this as an example. But I believe this is the right answer. Father God, there's no reason why you should let me into heaven. I haven't done anything to deserve it. I haven't done anything to be good. And I'm talking about, you might look at me, but haven't you served God all your life? It's nothing to do with my salvation. Well, since I was 19. You might think, but you're a pastor. You try to help people all the time. It's got nothing to do with my salvation. Nothing. And so I will say to God, God, there's no reason why you should let me into heaven except for you in your love and in your mercy and in your grace sent your son to die on the cross for my sin. I put my faith in him and him completely on the earth. I gave him my life and I made him Lord. The best way I knew how, I tried to follow him. I tried to follow his word. You know how you know when you're saved? My, my fifth point is the angels declared this message, peace toward mankind. Peace. That's a powerful word. You know what the word peace means? To be made one. So imagine God the Father, he's saying peace, to be made one with me again. To be reunited with me again. Why? Because there was a severing. Severing. There was a separation. There was, you were separated. That's the bad news, remember? You don't understand the good, good news unless you understand the bad news. The bad news, we were all separated. No matter what religion you come from, it doesn't matter. We're separated. There's only one salvation and it's Jesus Christ. There's only one truth. And Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Because he's the one who died on the cross. And he's the only one that's going to make you be motivated out of love to want to love him back. Peace. God says peace towards mankind. Think about that. Can you honestly say, I have made my peace with God? I'm actually at peace with God. Because I know my sins are forgiven. I know they're forgiven. Why? Because my faith is in the cross. My faith is in what, why Jesus was born. Why, why do we celebrate his birth? Because he was born. He, he, he came to this earth. He was born to die. And he died on the cross in your place and in my place. And it's free. And once you make him Lord, once you say, yes, I accept. Yes, I receive. It's peace towards mankind. Then you make him Lord. You have to make him Lord. What does that mean? I will change my life according to the light and revelation that I know of you. I can say a lot about that, but we won't go into it. Number six is good pleasure and delight towards mankind. Actually, the angel said this. Look, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill toward man. The word goodwill means good pleasure. Think about that for a second. God has good pleasure towards you. The word pleasure means delight. God's delighted in you. How do you know that? Judgment has been passed. All your sins have already been forgiven. All you have to do is receive. How do you receive? By completely believing and putting your complete trust in Him. It's a beautiful thing to make peace with God. To know that you know that you know you're forgiven. You know, the Word of God actually says, He who believes and is baptized will be saved. Why, why does God put the baptism in there for? Why, why on earth would He put water baptism? It's an act of obedience. Because if you really believe the Word, you'll actually obey what God's Word says. If you really make Him Lord, you actually do. You start reading the Bible and you start following. Okay, well, if the Word of God says this, forgive others as you've been forgiven, I'm going to start forgiving. If the Word of God says go to church and be, do not forsake yourselves, the assemblies of yourselves, I'm going to go to hear the Word. I'm going I'm to change my life. I'm going to make Him Lord. Amen? That's not what saves you. Faith saves you. And when it's real faith, 
follows of obedience. Last one is what I've been talking about. Will you receive? Will you believe? Will you make Him Lord? There's a lot of forgiven people in hell. They just didn't receive. They might have even heard it, but they rejected it. But in God's heart, He wanted to forgive them. In reality, He forgave them. They didn't accept it. I believe Jesus died for all mankind for all time. Does that make sense? Peace towards all mankind. He's paid the penalty for everyone. This is why it's good news. We got to not just embrace the good news, accept the good news, live the good news. Now we got to tell the good news. Tell others about this good news. It, it doesn't sound like bad news when you tell people you could be forgiven. You're forgiven for free because Jesus died on the cross for your sins. That's not, it doesn't sound like you tell them what to do. You tell them just accept, believe what Jesus did and you'll be forgiven. Amen? I'm going to give you an opportunity this morning. I believe there are people in this room that need and there's people on, on, the fa- on Facebook, social media that need to accept Jesus Christ, maybe for the very first time. Maybe you've heard about it, you grew up in it, but you can't, like me, I heard about it, it didn't change my life. That message did not change my life. It's only when I said yes to Him, I put my faith in Him, and I completely trusted. My sins are forgiven because of what Jesus did on the cross. A faith transaction took place. I completely trusted I'm no longer looking at my good works anymore. I believe what He did. Amen? So if we can bow our heads for a moment, give you an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior. It's a beautiful thing to do. You're saying yes to what He's already done for you. And you're saying, yes, I accept and I want peace with God. I want to be made one with Him again. I want to be reunited with Him. I was separated. I fell away. I was lost. I admit I needed a Savior. I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord, as my Savior. We open up the door of our hearts. This is what we're going to do. We're saying yes to Him by opening up the door of our hearts and we invite Him by His Spirit and His Spirit moves and makes His home inside our hearts. Then we're reunited with Him. So right across this room and even on social media, on internet, Facebook, podcasts, anywhere you're hearing this message, you can accept Jesus Christ as your Lord right now, where you are, in your room, in your car, at work. I just want you to, I'm going to ask you right now to boldly put your hand up and say, Leah, please pray for me. Except, I want you to um, include me in this prayer because I want to make peace with God. I want to accept Jesus Christ. I knew of Him. I knew about Him. But I don't think I ever made Him Lord of my life. If that's you this morning, just lift your hand up boldly because God accepts your prayer and He'll accept you. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? It's a beautiful, special moment. Anybody else? I know there's more. Thank you. Anybody else? You can accept Jesus and let, that, let His life change you. His life enters your life. Thank you. Anybody else? It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We're all going to meet Him one day. We're all going to stand before Him one day. It's the only way I rest assured my heart that I'm forgiven is what Jesus did on the cross. Because I know He did it for me. And He gave us mercy. He gave us grace. Anybody else? On this side, on my right. You want to accept Jesus maybe for the first time. You want to accept Him. 
Say, Jesus, enter my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wonderful. We're going to pray this prayer. And even if you haven't put your hand up, you can, you can start praying this. You pray this from your heart. God accepts you where you are. You know that. Wherever you are, God accepts you the moment you pray from your heart and believe and accept Him and start to make Him Lord. Can we pray this prayer all together? Can we just repeat after me? Father God, I thank You for sending Your Son, Jesus, to die on the cross, to pay for my penalty, to consume my judgment so I could be forgiven. I open up my heart. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to come into my heart by your Spirit. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. I turn away from my selfishness and my sin. And I give you my life. I make you Lord. I'll obey you all the days of my life the best way I know. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Why don't you give them a hand clap? A number of people made decisions. Please let someone know that you made that decision. We've got people in our church that might approach you or would like to approach you and give you a Bible and some booklets and just to let you know about what you can do to grow in your faith. It's a journey. Amen. You've been listening to the GGC Life Podcast. We hope this message has encouraged you. For more, please visit our website, ggclife.com or email us, ggclife at ggclife.com. From our house to yours, be blessed.